if I told you that the secret to a happier and longer life involved eating cake and fried food, would you be interested? I'm Stephen, and it's time to put on your earbuds. In the 1960s, there was a small town in Pennsylvania called Rosetto. The town was founded 130 years earlier by immigrants from a small village in Italy called Rosetto Belfatore. Rosetto was a tiny self-sufficient town, all but unknown to the counties and towns that surrounded it. But it had a secret to happiness and a longer life. Professor Stuart Wolf, head of medicine at the University of Oklahoma, had recently bought a farm near the town. And over a beer, he got to chatting with a local physician, Dr. Benjamin Falcone, who had been practicing in the town for 17 years. The doctor mentioned that in Rosetto, virtually no one under 65 had died of a heart attack or showed any signs of heart disease, and the death rate was half the national average. Here's a community within the United States that has a strikingly low death rate from heart attack, which is the major killer in the United States. Now, why? And soon, a team of doctors descended on this little town to find their secret. Initially, they thought that their diet would be the main factor. But, to their surprise, the residents had skipped the typical Mediterranean diet and consumed foods high in fat and cholesterol. Their meatballs and sausages were fried in lard because they couldn't afford to buy imported cooking oil. They smoked unfiltered cigars and drank copious amounts of wine. They came to my house and asked me a lot of questions of your habits and all that thing, and what you eat. I think there was about a hundred questions of the whole thing, at least a hundred. As Professor Wolf walked around the town, he started to think that it might be the lifestyle of the town's residents that gave them this protection. There was no shortage of stress, and the men did grueling and dangerous work in the slate quarries. Everyone experiences the same social problems and personal conflicts in life as we do, but the community was trusting and supportive of one another. There were no suicides, alcoholism or drug addiction. Crime was almost non-existent and no one was on welfare. The children were taught that any display of wealth or superiority would bring bad luck. It was an ancient belief among the villagers that it would attract the evil eye. Many homes had three generations living under the same roof, with the grandparents of these households cherished and loved. The elderly were respected, and they were the equivalent of a supreme court in the township. And they were not afraid of old age, because they were going to live with and be loved by their families. Nursing homes did not exist. Professor Wolf started to see residents stopping in the streets to converse and cook food for one another. Family 
civic and religious gatherings were weekly events, all accompanied by the sound of laughter and rich Italian food. The people of Rosetto celebrated life together. I think everybody must have answered the same thing. We ate everything wrong, but we liked it. <laughs> they said it was wrong, we didn't know it was wrong. It soon became apparent to Professor Wolf that the reason these people were in such good health was because they had successfully transplanted their protective social structure from Italy to America. A social structure that valued the community over the individual. And, in 1964, Professor Wolf's report on the town's longevity was released. It was a sensation. National papers and television promoted the town as a fountain of youth, and residents, especially the young, were exposed to the outside world, many for the first time. People came to visit the town to see this phenomena for themselves. Everyone in the town was a celebrity. But over time, this exposure to the outside world began to change the town. The younger residents of Rosotto began to abandon the practices of their parents and adopt the American way. The taboo of showing off had evaporated. Expensive automobiles began to appear in the streets. In Rosetto, the closely placed houses of the past, where they mingled on a daily basis, were replaced with typical suburban homes with fences way out on the edges of town. The people who formerly walked to the neighbourhood stores for groceries and a chat began to drive to supermarkets out of the town. And local businesses where people congregated and shared stories soon began to close. The number of three-generation households diminished greatly and the elderly who were previously cared for at home started to be put in nursing homes. The residents began to adopt the modern American lifestyle. They started giving up smoking, they reduced their fat intake and started exercising. The magic of Rosetto the beneficial effects of community and personal connection began to evaporate and gradually their heart attack rates went up to the national average. The spaghetti is not the best thing for you all the time, you know, but I tell you, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a meatball in my mouth. <laughs> this was Rosetto's golden age of community. The strong social ties that helps us live longer is now known as the Rosetto Effect, and it's been found in many other communities that are socially connected, and it's something that we can strive for if we want happier and healthier lives. Thanks to that little town called Rosetto, we now know that everything from blood pressure to kidney function is much less likely when a person is surrounded by caring friends neighbours and relatives. And meatballs? They will never die. It's comforting to know that there are still families and friends in Rosetto who eat together every Sunday. It's a ritual. 
Extra chairs are drawn up. People are welcomed and embraced. Everyone enjoys cheese, wine, laughter. Passed to top with thick meat sauce and meatballs. Food that satisfies the stomach. Connection and community that satisfies the soul. And helps us live a few years longer with a smile on our face. I'm Stephen. Thank you for being here with me. If you want to say hello, just go to connectionislove.com on your mobile and I will reply. Good night, dear one. Sweet dreams. Like Janis Joplin, we must make amends. Tell your mama, tell your papa too. Melissa Hardy, Ace, Novella, and Jennifer Atkins. They run a co-op community for the body family. The National Parks and the NBB, the SBA and the IATP are all creating new policy for the body family.